0: Today is Thursday, July 20th. The title for our devotional is Cheap Substitutes Part 2. Yesterday we looked at a couple of churchy, cheap substitutes for genuine worship. Personal righteousness, religious duties, things like knowledge of scripture, zeal, etc. Today let's look at how the church can be a substitute for genuine worship as well. Specifically, let's look at a few more specific elements of the church that become a substitute for genuine worship. One is the building. This seems a little ridiculous that I would even mention it. Of course, we don't worship the building. But let's pause and think about this a minute. A common church growth strategy is to do a building renovation or expansion when enthusiasm for the church begins to wane. A building campaign is exciting. It inspires generosity. It creates buzz and positive feelings among the congregation and even in the community. In our experience at LifeBridge, all of those things are true, and the building project was effective for growing the church. Yet, yeah, this doesn't produce worshippers. If this is our strategy for church growth, are we calling people to the worship of God or to the worship of the building? Of course, when we dig deeper, it's more likely worship of oneself in comfort or opportunities or worship of others in appearance or community respect. Yet, the building is the manifestation of those idols. This, of course, is nothing new. Jeremiah criticizes the people of Israel worshiping the temple more than they worship God. Worship of God would lead to genuine obedience and even to the difficult commands. Jeremiah 7, 3 through 11. We read, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Reform your ways and your actions, and I will let you live in this place. Do not trust in deceptive words and say, This is the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. If you really change your ways and your actions and deal with each other justly, if you do not oppress the foreigner, the fatherless, or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place, and if you do not follow other gods to your own harm, then I will let you live in this place. In the land I gave your ancestors forever and ever. But look, you are trusting in deceptive words that are worthless. Will you steal and murder, commit adultery and perjury, burn incense to Baal and follow other gods you have not known? And then come and stand before me in this house which bears my name and say, We are safe, safe to do all these detestable things. Has this house which bears my name become a den of robbers to you? But I have been watching, declares the Lord." As this text reveals in verse 11, God sees. He knows our hearts. He knows if we desire the building and comfort for ourselves or opportunities for our family more than him or reputation in the community. He knows if we're not living a just life outside of church and then coming to the church thinking that it'll all be okay because we're here, we're safe in this space. If this is true, he will not be pleased with our worship. Wearsby, again, in Real Worship, writes, What is a den of thieves? It is a place where thieves run, where they want to hide. Yes, you and I can actually use worship to cover up the idolatry that God sees in our hearts. The next two cheap substitutes for genuine worship are governed by Jesus' statement in Matthew ten thirty-seven to 39 So let's begin by reading this. Jesus says, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves sons or daughters more than me is not worthy of me and whoever does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Christians are called to love Jesus more than even our closest relationships. So the second cheap substitute for genuine worship can be family. As a contingent element of church, we can be tempted to worship family over God as well. Here are a few indicators of family being a higher object of our affection than God. Attendance at church is simply to appease a parent, not to worship God. Participation in church is, quote, for the kids, in the hopes that they will be more moral, not to worship God. Attendance at church or participation in church is not, it's, it's to be with your family, not to worship God. You attend because your family attends, not for God. Giving is to further the kids' programming or opportunities for, perhaps, teens' ministry or something, not for the worship. Of God. In line with family and Jesus' statement is also friends. The church, for many, can become primarily, again, a primarily a social circle. Folks often start attending a church because their friends go there or to look for new friends, perhaps. Church then is no different than a book club or a bowling league or a bar. Without genuine worship, there is little distinction between the church and other social groups, except that the church people will likely be more boring and better behaved. Fourth, fourth thing that we uh, cheap substitute could be our denomination or our church structure or even the pastor himself. I often hear how people love our church because of the quality of music, the style of music perhaps as being contemporary, the nice building, the casual attire, the relatable preaching or the nice people. All these things are good and fine, but they are not the ultimate reason we gather. They are secondary at best. We gather to commune with God and to worship him together in community. Once a visitor to LifeBridge told me that he experienced the presence of God in our service. That was the best compliment for a church service that I have ever heard. These are all good things. These substitutes are all good things and things that result and come from our worship of God, but they must be second to genuine worship. In each instance, we are attempting to use God for something else that we desire more than Him. God becomes a means to an end, not the end in itself. A.W. Tozer once said, whoever seeks God as a means towards desired ends will not find God. God will not be used. For reflection time, simply spend some time thinking on whether or not you are attempting to use God for another desired end.